1: Welcome back to the Believe in Badger football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by betonline.ag. Once again, I'm your host, Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, not, not feeling so great today.
0: Man, today is a tough, what a tough weekend. It was a tough weekend for you, especially. I mean, not only was I in person at the Badger game. Then I fly home to watch the Jets play, and I don't even know, I I do know which is worse. So that's a big, let's start with the positive. The Jets are worse than the Badgers by a million.
1: Yeah, the Jets are also starting a 37-year-old Joe Flacco behind an offensive line that can be only described as porous.
0: My thing with the Jets about starting Flacco, which is not even the podcast, but is we're trying to not get killed by too much. That dude is not winning games. He actually didn't play so bad, so I can't really be that mad at him. But, like, the Jets, I think, missed the field goal. Like, they're embarrassing. Uh, so let's let's not go down that hole. Let's not go, go
1: down there. that hole. What we are going to do, it's uh, – before we get into our Monday morning fullback, we want to remind you guys that we are, in fact, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline continues to be the number one spot on the globe for all of your sports wagering needs, NFL, NBA, Soccer, hockey, most importantly, college football. You can find it over at betonline.ag. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Use our promo code believe 50 that's bleav A V five zero to get your initial 50% welcome uh, bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, uh, where the game starts. Bernie, we're going to start. It is Monday Morning Fullback, 15 minutes on the clock to discuss... Let's face it—a really, really disappointing weekend uh, for the Badgers. You were in town, and you, a lot of your buddies were in town. I saw Shoddy and Greg Root, and all of your old comrades there. So, let's start with some positives. How was it to see the old guys?
0: You know, so a lot of positives for me, at least. You know, going to these games, we we're at practice. I met um, Herbie. What a smart dude! He comes over, he says hi to all the guys on the sideline. Like it's just genius. Nobody does that. Um, I think that was a special. It was like, dude, I'm so nice to see you in person. So it's really cool. You know, it it just is fun. I was with Tony Pesciotti, Matt Shabert, Mark Bell, uh, Michael Kleber. I saw who else was I with? Zach Hampton, Ryan Simmons, Ryan Aiello. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that guy in 15 plus years. Um, I saw uh, Calhoun.
1: I mean, assume you saw Beckham just, getting uh, introduced into the W saw Travis, I saw the TJ. I did. So, like,
0: you know, it's nice to sit on the second floor of Wando's and just see who walks up. You know, uh, it's just it was just a good time. Um, in, in that respect, right? I sat in the new section of the stadium on the fourth floor. It's basically like an outdoor space with bars. <laughs> it is so beautiful. Like what they did at the stadium is mind-boggling, amazing. That's awesome. Um, it's awesome. I like that view, you know, from behind so you can see what's going on.
1: It's like the all twenty-two view we talked about uh
0: earlier. This is the all twenty-two. That's exactly what it is. You know, I don't want to be too out on the badgers. It's the second game. Mm-hmm. I think we had a lot of things to work on from the first game. And I don't think we really crossed the T's and dotted the I's. No. I mean,
1: you saw it. We were not winning the upfront battle. No, they weren't. And you know why? We it's hard to win when it's five on eight. Now, Washington
0: State's game plan was very obvious from the beginning, to yeah. me
1: at least. Yeah, it they was put eight, they, what, was there in eight the guys game? in the box for like 80% of the snaps or whatever. Like, it was absurd.
0: Yes. I've seen a lot of things like, we need more play-action passes. We need to throw on first down. All these things are true. The first two series, I think, were two runs and then a pass. You, you're so you're so predictable that even at Washington State, their go- game plan was stop Braylon out. Yeah, keep. I would say there's like keep them to under 150 yards and we'll win. And they kept to 98, so I think their game plan was stack the box when he's in, and we'll win. And they and those guys really were in gaps. They were getting a good push. Their D line to me was uh, they played above and beyond. They traveled well. You know, I don't know anything about Wazoo, so like I can't really. If it was Michigan, I'd say everyone's terrible there, but you know. It's just frustrating because this is a game that we we kind of did circle a little bit, saying it's a potential. Yeah, I did not think it was.
1: Um, I did, I did because of the, Cam Ward, and then one but I know he didn't I, play that well. I know he didn't play that well, but then the other guy who did play well is Dayon Henley, their safety, who was I felt like he was in on every single tackle, number one for them. Like he was, he was everywhere. I do want to talk though a couple quick positives about uh, about the game from what we saw. First of all, I thought this was the best Graham Merce performance in between this year and last year. I think this was the the, the best start to finish performance that we saw from Graham. I don't even blame him for the fumble because the guys were on him in like 1.2 seconds; like he couldn't even make a first read before they were before they were on. Him. So I'm not I'm not too concerned about that. And they got the ball back. That was so weird to have those two turnovers that got returned over on the same play. That like happens like once or twice a season, maybe to twice in the same game. Nuts! You know,
0: it's almost like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Yeah, we had like a pick. Guy gets hit. It's a fumble. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, like we got the ball back. Um, you could tell me what the situation was, but we got the ball back. Someone threw a dude off the pile. It's fifteen yard penalty. Yep.
1: Yeah, Cundiff did. There's no, there's no yep. place for
0: that. Yep. Listen,
1: everyone, everyone knows that, and everyone knows that rule. It's it's one. It's a hard and fast rule. Every time they're yes. gonna throw the flag on it. That was fifteen yards, and it just—it's—it's it, it's brutal, especially when yards did. were coming at a premium.
0: Right, one hundred. We had four hundred yards. They had two hundred and something, like two fifty-three or, or
1: something eight. like that. Yeah, two fifty-three. Oh, how
0: do you lose that? We I had mean, four hundred one yards.
1: We had four hundred seven, something like that. Yeah, four. Uh, uh, yeah, four hundred
0: one. Man, it's just you know, like, but but we also had—if you subtract the penalties—we had one hundred and twenty yards or one hundred and. 9 yards and penalties is like bananas.
1: Yeah, it was 11 I mean, penalties for over 100 yards. And well, I mean that's we a we,
0: football we, field.
1: We and and on top, yeah. So if you if you think about the net yards we had then, we'll drop that. We're actually at 292 then net. If you think right, about so it. so that's how you lose. Yeah, that's, I that's, mean, that's exactly how turnovers you
0: turnovers and penalties is yeah. how you lose a game. I, I don't I don't even know if we have enough time with 9 minutes and 50 seconds to drill down on how pathetic the special teams are.
1: Okay, well, you know what? Let's take a couple minutes to talk about this. Wait, wait, let's go back because I still want to give Graham Mertz his props. Okay, yeah, let's do that because he deserves it. Graham Graham was fantastic in this game. I thought he was decisive. I was watching the game with one of my best friends here and he's, uh, I mean, he's a high school offensive coordinator. He's a pretty accomplished high school offensive coordinator. We were watching the game together and he's like, Graham Mertz is a different quarterback when he's in shotgun versus when he is under center. And right. I couldn't agree more. I was texting with our friend, John McNamara earlier today. And he said, one of his buddies, who's an a, a OC at the collegiate level was saying that like Graham would be like one of the best quarterbacks in the big 12. If he was in like one of like a Texas tech, spread it out and just sling it all around when he's that be- he's so when he has like, if he has three seconds, he's got, he has as much arm talent as anyone who's come through Wisconsin. Anyone. And, and
0: his composure this year is completely oh, different so much better. And he was taking hits and throwing good balls while taking hits. So it, that is a positive to me. Yeah, um, we our offensive play calling definitely is not a positive to me. No. It looked we were not taking advantage of what they were giving us. Um,
1: no, started, and because instead it, of
0: uh, in, instead we we took the fullback out. And we started putting two tight ends in. You're still stacking the box. They're stacking the box. So when they're getting pushed and we're not winning on the front, no matter how many guys you put in the front, it, you're not going to win.
1: Yeah. Um, One of my things so to go along with that is going to be um, packaging within the formation. You saw them go like, you know, uh, completely spread out five, five guys spread out with empty, completely empty set. But you'd see Braylon Allen playing like X receiver. They had like two tight ends in it. Sometimes so like they have four. They, I think Wisconsin has four very good receivers on this team. Mm-hmm. I think they have four very good and very capable receivers. And we had
0: eight guys catch a ball.
1: I know. That's I know Lewis looks really good. Like Lewis, DK Bell, and Marcus Allen are all very, you know, I, I think uh-huh. are all starting caliber receivers. And uh-huh. I want to see them all out there together more. So if you're going to go, if you're going to go empty, you might as well put your best actual root runners and pass catchers out there. Well, the I, 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 have, I don't like know. seeing, but I don't want to see, unless unless you're going no huddle and you need to mix things up, why is Braylon Allen going all the way out wide? Now you're just getting like, now you're trying to be cute for being cute sake. And I don't think that works.
0: Well, the thought is that probably if you have Braylon in the game, you have an extra linebacker.
1: So you're I not in dying right.
0: package. Maybe, maybe you're a nickel. I don't maybe. know. I'm sure there's something in that like chess play, but could you do some, some package with the best five receivers on your team? Yeah. Yeah. It'd probably be really great.
1: Yeah.
0: And that would give Graham more options.
1: Yeah. not And to give listen, Braylon, and, and give Braylon a blow for a second. So he's yeah. not, yeah. so so he's not out there. And, You know, I thought I thought you know it was really tough because the offensive line wasn't getting holes. But when when I saw, I thought (laughs) Garendo looked really good. I thought Garendo looked good in the limited time we had. Um, You know, you know Chaz had a couple. You know, uh, had a couple nice runs that were you know getting positive. But even there, like it was tough to get any real momentum going. And then every time they started to get momentum, there was a penalty. I mean, we had eleven penalties.
0: It's killer. It's killer. You know, you keep you're keeping Washington State in the game. Like we did nothing to tell them that they shouldn't be on the field with us. Right. So you keep that team in, and guess what happens? They win by like a measly three points, 17 to 14. I did say pr- pr- on the pregame that all we have to do is hold any team to less than three touchdowns and we should win. Yes. And we should have won. We should. We should. And so now it brings me into my. We don't have a dedicated special teams coach no i don't know why like to me that's one third of how important you know you have offense defense and special teams now you're asking dudes who coach at different different areas to now be uh not a professional be an expert in kick return that's not that's not like the norm like dudes like no. are part of it and coach mm-hmm. some guys on it but you're not coming up with unique different ways to block and why and
1: yeah, and it also you know, you and also and you also lose authority, right? There's no like if one coach is doing one thing and one coach, you know, because as a special teams unit, like you guys always had a dedicated special teams coach. I, I, I know when when you were in the program, right? You ask him
0: questions. Yeah, and the, and, and, the and they are the person who's him.
1: yeah, and so could because you're going to have some similarities right. across them, and so if like if you've got different coaches doing punt return and kick return, like you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna get messy and. You know, if if he had the bandwidth to it, I think Bobby April should be doing all of it. Part of that's because his father was like one of the greatest NFL special teams coaches of all time. He was a Bill's uh, special teams coach for a, for a very long time. And uh, I just hope that some of that knowledge would have like rubbed off on him. Also because I think it's clear he's one of the best position coaches because that outside linebacker unit is still really good. Uh, you know, I mean, Herbie had a night game. The, the linebackers on the defense were so, I mean, I don't have any like big nits to pick with the defense except for Torch got burned on one play pretty bad um he bit you know he's safety he bit yeah. on a play action and there's he got beat over the top tackles. yeah
0: there's some missed tackles um i'm not gonna call somebody out but like on one of the touchdowns mm-hmm. somebody missed a complete tackle yeah. i'm blanking on the name also but um listen once again they hold up the two
1: scores yeah.
0: two scores they like forced what
1: three turnovers
0: like you you're you, you're you can't ask the defense to do better everything. like if we just assume zero points is gonna happen every game that's crazy but 14 points is not a lot of points um and then to just give 17 that's still not a lot of points you know we should always be able to have three touchdowns we are yeah. wisconsin we run the ball we we felt like we were not playing our game we were constantly no. behind no, absolutely. Uh, i really disliked the play calling i thought special teams you know obviously missing two field goals one in like crunch time
1: yeah you
0: know i thought once they put on um jump around like the game was over we were yeah, gonna come it back it felt like it
1: was gonna be because the, they, they were starting like, to get more momentum. I mean, think about the fact that Wisconsin ran, I think, twice as many plays or something like that. There, there was some ridiculous disparity in the in the number of plays run. Um I I I, mean, for, I forget what it yeah, is exactly off, 15.
0: Off,
1: Yeah, Wisconsin, yeah, we I had have
0: only two first downs.
1: Yeah. I mean I, Wisconsin had forty four rushing attempts, thirty one passing attempts, so seventy five plays to Washington State's fifty. They had I mean, it's not one and a half times as many plays they had. We won
0: eight, eight for 15 on third downs. I would never believe if you told me that was going to happen. I would never believe that. Huh. By the way, I think the Jets had one for 10 or 11. First one was in the fourth quarter. But <laughs> you told like our offense was inefficient, To but we still did well. The penalties destroyed us and the yeah, turnovers.
1: Absolutely. our
0: de- I have no nit to pick with the defense. One, they're on the field all game. You know, like they really are playing a lot and they're doing a lot. And Washington State, we knew was going to be a good offensively. Mm -hmm. So to hold a good team to 14, 17 points to me is a win on the defensive side. Now we screwed up on special teams. It should be tied. We should have went to overtime. We should be able to win that game. The vanilla plays on offense. When we looked some, sometimes you're like, wow, five receivers. And then you're like, where'd it go? Like we're still doing the same. We're oh, we're running with five guys against eight in the box. Like we're not checking. Like what? do we, we don't have any checks. Do we have checks? Like why are we not? Now playing at just a higher level of of thinking during a game. I would, if I was Brayton, I'd be like, look at the guys. You, are like, oh my god, this is everyone, in Wisconsin's on the field right now. Yeah. Like they got nine, eight guys in the box. You can't run a. There's you can't do it.
1: No, and, and so, when they do that, and you, you see that, and, and they're you can see that they got in the box and they're pressing on the outside with a single high safety. And they did that for so much of the game, you know, and I felt like there were no counters to that.
0: Where's the play action? Whoever does the or not,
1: or not even necessarily play action. Where is a, uh, you know, even something like, like a, a quick go or something like that, where, you know, I one of these guys, one of these guys is going to beat the corner off the line. Our yeah. Wisconsin wide receivers are better than the Washington state corners. I I, yeah. I I believe that. I, I I believe that if you go by any, I mean, recruiting metrics aren't anything, but recruiting metrics, you go by product, all these different things. Wisconsin receivers are better than the Washington State DBs. And they, I don't feel like they were even given enough of a chance to show that.
0: We really have a lot of good playmakers on offense now. Yeah. Like we really do. Eight receivers catching the ball is so much different than last year, like four guys catching the ball.
1: Cundiff looks great. Cundiff looks great. At he really
0: out. does. I mean, you know, the mistake of drop like fumbling the ball in that time, just you know, it just stinks. Oh, it stinks. You know how hard like he must be beside himself. Yeah, I'm sure. Right? like I can't get on him for that. It's a mistake. It happens. You learn from it. Yeah, it's not like it happened weeks and weeks. But he's been playing at such a high level. Mm-hmm. Catches every ball that's that's due. near him. Yeah, it's it's all you know. Like these guys are huge for Graham. Yeah, and and I I think we really I think if we. If I had to be like, hey, here's a group that needs help, it would be the O-line. Yeah, they do need help. They, I the- actually think the coaching might need some help, but I think the O-line not wrong. needs needs some help. And I think the coach, listen, I'm not a coach. These yeah. dudes are professionals. They're experts. I get it. But as a couch potato, you know, like, if there's more guys on the box on first down, why not try to do something different? Okay. Let a different guy. Is there a jet sweep? I didn't see if there was or not. I don't like, let's
1: try know to, if they ran, I don't remember do if they, they ran a Because sometimes at, 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 at some points I was just turning my head away because it was so hard to watch. I know. Yeah, oh, Skyler, Be- yeah, Skyler, Bell, ran, ran a Skyler okay. Bell ran a couple. Skyler Bell ran a couple couple jet sweeps. But still.
0: You know, with, with all the guys around, it's hard to watch every play, sadly. Oh, I saw Ron Dane,
1: by the way. I, yeah, I know. You got a picture with him.
0: Oh, I love
1: Ron. Is he coming on the podcast or what?
0: Oh, I think we can work them.
1: Okay, we'll work. Wrong. He seemed we'll happy work to wrong. see me, which is awesome.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, listen, another good potential. Obviously, this is a great film to say. Yep, dude, guys. Also, it's a non-conference game, so like, let's keep that in mind. Yep. Although okay. it's a loss, it sucks. Could we potentially make the playoffs? Probably not. Could we be Big Ten champs? It's still on the board.
1: No, I don't. Don't even say that. Uh, the first college football playoff. Ohio State lost their second game of the season to an unranked Virginia Tech team. They went on to run the table and win the first playoff. All I'm
0: saying. Well, it could happen. All I'm saying is the Big Ten Championship is still on the board. All our goals are still on the board, except for going undefeated. So learn from the film. Get out there at practice. Put on your shoulder pads and helmet. Tie your cleats up pretty tight. Get your mouthpiece in and go. And I'm talking about, like, Dude, you guys, there's no the urgency this week. I know practice will be bananas. Yeah, you know,
1: I certainly hope so. Um, I and all, like I also uh, fear a little bit for the other guys because I think Herbie's going to be on eleven all week. I I, I think Herbie's going to have those guys, you know, frothing by the time next week comes around.
0: Uh, listen, I hope he can get in the offensive room. I hope so too. I hope they wide him because he. He looks great. I mean, the defense looked good. Yeah, the defense, they just they missed look good. two plays. Yeah. Two plays. And listen, teams are going to have big plays on us. Like, it, it, it's it's, it's going to happen. It's impossible for it not to happen.
1: It's a fact of life.
0: Yeah. like All you got to do is not let him score a touchdown. We had one guy score a 30-yard touchdown off of a quick drop down. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's still 17 points, and we should have won.
1: 17 points
0: so is. We missed two field goals. If you want to go to that. If Cundiff doesn't fumble, we're scoring a touchdown. Yeah. It's like we had all these opportunities. We've went too long. Yeah, It's Take gone over the
1: opportunities. Stop getting penalties. Stop kicking. God, ba- and spend some time on special teams. How does that sound? Oh, so, Barry's probably so mad about the penalties. Oh, I, I I don't even I don't even want to imagine. Well, <laughs> we will be back with you guys later this week. We have an awesome guest this week, Bernie. Tell him who's coming on the fastest man in the land eh? hey uh michael bennett michael bennett former badger cool. tailback uh nfl pro bowl i believe it was an all pro uh in 2002 for the vikings i know of, i know most of our wisconsin fans are packer fans that's okay he and we know he was a viking but you know what he's a badger first and that's what all that really matters and that's what
0: matters but one of like the coolest guys to play for sure Absolutely. And followed Ron Dane and then like you know, it didn't He's drop off, off that much. Like no. and he was like what was he in the Olympics? He was just
1: uh, so fast. So fast. We'll have to talk to him about it. You know what? We will talk to him about that and more <laughs> uh later this week. So tough loss this weekend, but they'll bounce back. So until next time, uh make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Thanks for listening to the Believe in Badger football podcast on the Believe podcast network presented by betonline.ag. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Believe in Badgers. That's B-L-E-A-V in Badgers. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube page for full videos of our podcasts. The show is produced by Matt Perkins and Matt Bernstein with audio editing and mixing by Matt Perkins. Our theme music is by Matt Blaustein. Thanks again for listening and on Wisconsin.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.